So, you know when you find out that someone is, like, you don't know as a wrestling fan is a wrestling fan, and you get excited? Yes. Like, you know, like, you, 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 you're closeted with this stuff. Usually, right? Very closeted. Yeah, very closeted. About many things, perhaps. Mm. But specifically wrestling. That's so okay. I, I remember in theater school, a, uh, a friend of mine didn't know, and he told me about his wrestling uh, addiction, obsession, whatever. Mm-hmm. But he did so by uh, calling Vince McMahon... Convince McMahon. Convince McMahon? Like, that's what all his friends called him because he was always trying to convince you of something that was about to happen. Oh, that's very in the weeds. I know. It's very in the weeds, but I think it's apropos Mm. for what we're about to watch. Did you counter this gentleman by asking him if water is wet? Is water wet? I don't know. But I've already heard this discussion once today. I don't want to hear it again. <laughs> I don't need to hear it either. Uh, but here we are, now entering the Royal Rumble. And that's the exact example he used. <laughs> Was it really? Yeah, he's like, Adam Bomb is going to win the Royal... Like, that's why I think it's apropos. Because I'll always remember him saying it like that. It's It was like a running joke for years with me and my friends, too. It's, it just yeah. stands out. Uh, but Aaron, we have a special episode tonight. I so know. not only are we recording live in the studio together. And naked. Always. Yeah. We are going to cover our 100th wrestler tonight. That's right. We're covering three wrestlers, but yeah. only one of them is the 100th. It feels like a thousand. It feels like the very first time. Ew. But we'll be doing something for the very first time. We are. We are going to do a live watch That's of right. all the guys tonight. That's right. Because we thought, you know, normally we kind of take a look, and but we have this opportunity to be here together. Right. So we're going to throw it on. We're basically just starting it from the countdown. Correct. When the countdown goes, when they're about to come out, we're going to start talking about their entrance. We're going to stop it when they leave. And then give our scores and whatnot. Yep. So it's a normal episode, but we're just going to watch and comment as it's happening. That's exactly right. So here we are at the tail end of the 1994 Rumble. I wish I could say this was the first time I watched this this weekend, but... (laughs) Definitely not. Alas, it was not. From Providence, Rhode Island. So here we go. We don't expect you to follow along. We're at uh, eight seconds now coming down. And I think one of the things we're going to... Lose a little bit here is normally on the show we talk a lot about what the commentators are saying as part of the presentation. Yeah, we're not going to hear all that. It's going to be a little hard to say. I guess we could put the captioning on. You want to try and put the captioning? I'll put the on? Ca- yeah, you do that because right. you're putting. Here's Adam Baum, and I here's the thing. We know what he's saying. We know here. what he's saying. Yeah, right. He's going to win the Royal Rumble. Yes. He's going to go to WrestleMania. I don't like the things he's doing with his arms immediately. Right, that tells you right away he's he's a little lost. Yeah, yeah, because it doesn't fit for a heel. What do you think of when people say this thing or the thing? Like, oh, they've entered the tournament, they're going to win the thing. 
I never cared for that wording usage of like a proper event. Like I wouldn't say, oh, like the Giants made the Super Bowl. They're going to win this thing. I see. I get the uh, impression from that that when they say this thing, they're kind of like making it a foregone conclusion that they're going to win. I guess. I just. I don't know. It just sounds weird. Like when he goes, Adam Bomb's going to win the Royal Rumble. Adam Bomb's going to win this thing. And it's so not right for him to say it. Who bitches at everybody else? Correct. Yeah. So there's some walking around, some punching. A lot uh, of punching. A lot of clubbing. No focus. The ring's very full, too, yeah. when he comes in. Um, and he goes right at Tatanka. He's hammering away. I will say he brought some good energy. Like, yeah. And the crowd is a very engaged, as we know, throughout this entire Rumble. Yeah. Providence, great crowd. Um, encouraged a lot of people that shouldn't have been encouraged. <laughs> Mo comes to mind. Yes. Uh, what, what's your take on Adam Bomb's gear? I, I like it. I, I thought it was always sharp looking. I yeah. thought it made him stand out. I like, like the... It's like pleathery, so like it shines a little bit. Right. Uh, yeah. I always thought he's a guy that had a good look, and it's interesting because he never really. And I, I don't want to seal the point, but I'm pretty sure like Pratt and Slonk have talked about this on New Gen on a Mission, which is every other Tuesday here. They're in late '93 now, mm-hmm. and um, they've talked about this. I like Adam Bomb literally like never has a feud. Right. Like how many guys are in the Dirty F during all this time, and he's there for two years. That's crazy. You would never imagine he's there for two years. Right. He shows up in like, I think it's like June or July of, of 93. Yeah. And maybe a little early, tick earlier. And he leaves, I believe, like around like June, you know, May, June, July of 95. Hmm. When does he turn face? It's just after WrestleMania 10? Yeah, it's around there. Um, him and Quang, Quang spews the miss in his face by accident in a tag match. There's a feud. Right. Well, so that I was going to say, that is the closest he gets. But even that is only like they fight the next week and he beats them and then he's a fan. You know, it's like it's like it's quick. What level letter level of feud is Adam Bomb versus Quang? It is like a G- P <laughs> P level. Yeah, he's in this thing so far. He's gone. Stop after, saying this thing. In this thing so far, he's gone after Rick Martel. And did you say that because I said it? You just said no, no. I know now, but the whole thing. Did you bring that? Did I say that? No, because point? Vince says it here. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's not some long-standing grudge you've been No, doing. Vince. I, it has bothered me in the past, not from you, but from others. But I then see. Vince, I've now watched this Royal Rumble multiple times, <laughs> and I've noticed that Vince says it when he when he enters when he answers out. Yeah, uh, I've watched it multiple times this weekend. Also, <laughs> uh, he's getting Bret Hart. He's he's got Bret Hart on the ropes. Mm-hmm. You can't really see him because of Mo's pair uh, body in front of him. <laughs> yes. He is though, like I said, he's he's energetic, like he's working it. I love that you say that as he's keeled over, breathing heavy. He's he's energetic. Look what he's doing. He's just he's hurt. Do you think his back went out? Maybe that looks like what happens when you get a muscle spasm. Right. And is there a good doctor at Three Mile Island that could uh, take care of him? Uh, a doctor desire. <laughs> so he's uh he's crowd kind of, chatter. By the crowd, way, crowd is the, uh, they hear the, you think Adamon's going to win this thing? I don't know. He could win this thing. <laughs> But yeah, I, I don't know. That's weird because he has the look. Yep. He's, you know, he's young. Like He's not bad. He seems like a fine wrestler. Yeah, I don't know why they never pushed him more. I, I, I don't get it. Like, he's no worse than Diesel. No, and I know he comes in during the time they're de-emphasizing big guys, but he's about Diesel's size and Razor's size. It's not like he's juiced to the gills. I mean, no, he he's looks- just a big guy. Like, he looks like he's just really good shape. Yeah, I don't understand what happened here. Like maybe he upset the BSK crew, <laughs> perhaps. Oh, I mean, so. but he's not fat. He's not like late. Like he's always fine. It's it's an odd decision that they have. And here, 
again, we've talked about the follies of number 30. They right. act like it's such a godsend number. But if you're not going to win, sometimes it can be kind of productive. So it, they end up making him look like a goof in a way, whereas right. maybe he could have been in there with, with the crush Bigelow uh, diesel triumvirate earlier as like, as like the big guys throwing, throwing you know, ham hocks around. Ham hocks? Mm-hmm. Um, here's the thing. Why isn't he final four in this one? Instead of Fa two, right? I think I think they could have done that. I, I think they could have at least given him final four and have maybe Luger and Brett have to work together to like leverage him out over the top or right. something. You know, give it give it the old heave ho versus just how he ends up going out. And really, I mean, I know we're BSing a bit here, but he's really just kind of walking around. He's now. not doing anything. Like, and it's funny because like normally you don't have to experience this with us because we just <laughs> right. concise it down to like no notes. But, but I think we're nearing perhaps the end here. Yeah, he's over on the side. He's about to run at Luger. Look, Luger's yeah. kind of there. He says something. Luger just said to him, "You're going out now." Right. Yeah. So they're they're slugging away, and again, like the punches have good fire. Actually, this might not be it. I think they might end up back here again. Really? Yeah, because he just hits him with a good clothesline. Not really interested in that. Well, you said how long is he in here? Uh, he, oh, five yards. Yeah, here he is. He's going out now. So he tries another clothesline. Luger ducks. Right. As we know, that's Luger's best offense in this rumble. <laughs> in this rumble. And Adam Bomb is eliminated. Eliminated. So I think. Oh, what a disappointment. DiBiase is so angry. Well, DiBiase shits on him too. Yeah, oh, he's he's like, what a what an He's basically calls him like an embarrassment. Like, what a waste yeah. that this massive guy comes in, um, you know, this late in the match with this thin a crowd. Yeah. And he goes out that easily. Well, in fairness, it's not a thin crowd at the end. No, it's not. There's but, too many. Most still but no there. one knew it was coming in. I mean, this is it, you know? Right. Right, right, right. So listen, I... It's, I don't want to say this is all-time bad, because it's not all-time bad. No. But it's not great. I'm at a one for presentation. If for anything else, Vince, trying to convince me <laughs> yes. that he is going to win the Royal Rumble. He definitely does try to convince you of that. Uh, and he straight out says it. He doesn't, I mean, he just says he's going to win the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Adam Baum. <laughs> yes, by name. Yeah, he's going to win this thing. So they do present him as a, as a threat, as a player. DiBiase, too, puts it on him. He's like... He's like, you better win, you know? And I would say that even the disappointment uh, chastising at the end... Right, right. Like, yes. ...puts over that he's a a very good person. And in a way, it almost kind of hints at, like, DiBiase's managerial aspirations. Like, it felt like him kind of saying, you know, oh, if I, if I had a guy like this, you know... <laughs> I'd fix him. Right. Yeah. yeah. So... I'd fix him good. Um, I don't think his work was very good. It was a lot of clubbing. Yeah. He had a little energy early on, but... Yeah. Especially when you said he had energy and he was lying on the ropes. Whatever. That was my favorite. Whatever. Part. Whatever. Uh, and I'm at zero for effectiveness because you can't get much... He didn't do... He didn't eliminate... Yeah, anything. he literally accomplished nothing. He was given... Uh, you know... How... Like, how do you not have him come in and toss Mo? Right, And toss yeah. Holly? Right, right. Like the, the, Clear the, out some Deadwood. That's it. And then maybe Correct. toss him out. All right, that gives him a score of two, uh, two points. Uh, that's going to pr- give him, put him in this range of luminaries. I hope you're ready. Yeah. Is he better than Jimmy Snuka, 1992? Uh, fuck, probably not. I guess. What about Jimmy Snuka, 1991? Uh, probably not. Okay. What about, what about good old hardcore Holly, 2007? No, he's better. He's than better. That. And I'm going to go ahead and say he's better than Tenru, 1993. Yeah. Yep. Uh, how about Tatanka 96? 
Uh, yes, that's a that's a rough one. Okay, so we got him there. There we go. Right. So that leads Adam Baum, who was, in fairness, going to win this thing. Yes, he was. Uh, at number 275 uh, okay. performance of all time. And that's 275 out of... Went too far. Out of 310. Okay. So definitely in the back end. <laughs> Clearly in the back end. Just a bit outside. All right, so we're going to go forward to 1995 now. A year later, he's now a face. Yeah. He's got the Bomb Squad footballs. What were those? The little Nerf balls he would throw out to his Bomb Squad members. Oh, my God. Bomb Squad. Yeah, so and he's probably coming off now the highest profile stretch. Because in the Quiet. 94 Survivor Series, he's on the Luger team. Is he? It's him, Mabel, the Smoking Guns, and Luger, and Luger against the corporation. Yeah, but that's like a main event. Yeah. That's like one of the main event ma- a survivor match. But then are you are you like saying like Hillbilly Jim was a main eventer because he was on that Hulk Hogan team? No, but I was I said that's his most high profile spot. I didn't say he's a main oh, eventer. I, I just see, said I he's never been in a position where he's like is he the, with the big boys. Is he the new generation Hillbilly Jim? <laughs> no, I think a little bit better. I don't know, maybe <laughs> not. But if he like there was momentum maybe there. Like that if there was going to be a time Right. That's it. Well, 95 when they're they're clearly lacking for faces. Correct. Too. And then I remember when Mabel beats him in the qualifying match in your house one. Mm-hmm. To me, that was like the like the biggest upset of the world at the time. Like well, I could not believe. We got five minutes. All right, so let's hit it. Go. Well, okay. As you're making that point, all right, all right, here he comes. He's yeah. coming out. He's so you he's revving up the crowd. You couldn't believe. Well, yeah, I guess. But Mabel, see, he looks more. Oh no, he does that fist thing again. What is yeah. that? He's like a bomb. <laughs> But he he looks good here still. Like he's not one, he's not let himself go at no, all. He looks fantastic. He still looks great. His gear's a little more yellow. And he and like when he comes into this ring, he's like he really looks good. Like who right. who looks better than him in this ring right now? So, uh, Stephen <laughs> Stephen Dunn. He's kicking the shit out of Stephen Dunn <laughs> in the corner. But yeah, so he, yeah, I, I think again this was the time it could have been. And when he lost to Mabel, I was surprised. That's because I didn't. I, it took me forever to pick up on this Mabel push as a kid. Like, really? even right through King of the Ring, I thought he would lose in the first round to Taker. Like, I never expected that well, he was going got, that far. You got Shawn Michaels and Undertaker in that thing. Right. You're thinking one of them is going to at least get far. Right. I was hoodwinked. Yeah, and they're both out the first round. Right? Completely hoodwinked. Bamboozled. Yeah, I was. I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. why is he losing? And then he's gone, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. He's still tied up with Stephen Dunn. Now this is a point against him, right? Well, no, because there is something there, right? Because Well Done is managed by Harvey. Is this former manager that he turned on. So, Are they? Are, is Well Done uh, the best weapon in the toolbox of Harvey Whippleman? <laughs> well, I, he, I think he's got... Oh, no, Cornette was with Mantar, right? So it's not, it's not him. Um, yeah, I don't know who else he had at this point because I don't think Bertha's there yet. No, uh, but she would be more threatening than both Well and Done together. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I like the beatdown on Shawn Michaels here. I think Quang is still here too, by the way. Oh, yes, but, so he's, he, but he's been eliminated. Yes, yes. Uh, but as far as Harvey goes, yeah, he's really stomping the shit out of Sean. He's talking shit to him. Yeah. Like, give me that match. Oh, yeah, that would have been great with him bumping around for him. Yeah. Now, should they have named a character after a weapon that killed so many people? Yeah, I mean, what if that's just his real name? <laughs> Adam Frederick Baum yes. was born... <laughs> I feel like Adam Baum and Crush are like um, negative world opposites. I don't know why. I always imagine. Well, them then together. they end up. Well, they do team up. I know later, but I imagine like at this point, it's right. like they're like the the good and evil version of this character. Yes, yes. 
Although Adam Baum is a like is a significantly better looking man than Crush. Correct. I like how Vince is not tricked this year. He does not think he's gonna win. No, no, no. Although I do think at some point he says he's like a favorite. Oh, for sure he did. But he's he doesn't want to commit. He, I, I'm not even joking. I think he says he's gonna win. When yeah, he he may, yeah. Like I, he doesn't push it as hard, <laughs> but I think he does. He's like he may win. It's you know it's possible. Look how bored Pamela Anders. She's trying to get this dude that looks like Jeremy Roenick to like <laughs> explain what's happening. She doesn't look. She doesn't want them to. Right. Film she's her. like, stop showing me, please. God, like, I mean, how how long has it been since the beginning of this, where she shows up in the limo? Yeah, but they. I mean, she was probably just backstage. She doesn't come out till this match. Oh no, no, no! But just the way I the know. men all like. Oh yeah, I know. I like know. Mabel in the front row, like, hey, what about me? Right. Like, did Mabel believe he had a shot with Pam Anderson? He is a sex sex machine, love machine. He's <laughs> a sex machine. The world's largest love machine. All right, so he's tied up with Crush, with Crush. now. Yes. You think they've decided to team up here? They're like, you know what? You know what? We should team up <laughs> yeah. and name it after weed. That's right. Both of us would be much more mellow. Like, right now I'm named after a bomb and you're named after a soda. Let's just, you know, let's chill out, man. Hey, um, that's some bomb soda. Oh, my God. Should they have been called bomb soda? <laughs> what a great name. <laughs> Their finishing move could be the fizz. Uh, there, so he's lifting him. He's not doing a lot again. He's been in this corner for almost the entirety of his run. Yeah, like when right. you heard me say I like the Shawn Michaels beating, he'd been there about a minute. Yes, yeah, and he has not moved since. No, and now again, lots of energy yeah. as he lays on the ropes. Lots. He tires quickly. Yeah. Oh, here comes Godwin. Godwin smacks him, and now they're leaning together. Is he God smacked? Oh, he certainly is. He's gonna get hog tied. I don't understand how he's so tired already. <laughs> Well, he's been dealing with Crush. I mean, Crush lays the wood in the rumble. Do you think it's the radiation uh, coursing <laughs> through his veins? Weakened him quite a bit. That is, yeah. I love with the closed captioning when it goes to indistinct. Yes. Like, we got to watch an Ahmed Johnson promo. <laughs> so it's just nothing like, but Yeah, we're not even going to bother spending this time. No. Oh, now, okay, so now he's moved to the other corner and he is yeah. kicking Henry Godwin. Yes, he is with some good kicks. Yeah, they're all right. And now. I like when he's, he's pulling him up by the hair violently. Yeah, I, this isn't as. Uh, he's not as lethargic as he was in 94. Mm. But less pressure. You know, he didn't hear Vince scream. So maybe his cardio sucked and that's why they didn't push him. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know of any long, you know, out of matches. I can't think of one. I. It, the only pay- is the only the only pay per view match is the Survivor Series one and the WrestleMania where he gets killed by. Well, he's at Survivor Series '93 in the kid and and uh, Janetti match. He's on that team with Martel. Oh, is he? Yeah. Does and he th- do anything? He's in the. I think he's like the last guy eliminated, isn't he? Like he's. Uh, That's low key one of the worst pay per views of all time. Survivor Series '93. I hate it. I know it's like a big nostalgia show for me. It's like what '89 is for most people. folks. Yeah. It's just '93 is for me. It's that it's that heart match, the 45 minute heart match with like Keith Hart doing the heavy lifting. Right. Yeah. Keith and Bruce. It's lot. Yeah. It's not. I mean, and there's like no stakes to it at all. No. So. Oh, he's running a crush and crush dumps. Same him stupid strategy. Same stupid strategy. All right. Um. So now you're. Where are you for presentation for Adam Baum here? Because this was kind of a lot of nothing. I, I went with one again. I, I mean, did he was did Vince declare him the winner? Yeah, and he looked he looked good. You know what I mean? Like com- yeah. compared to yeah, whatever. Compared to everybody else out there, he looked good. Right, 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 right. Okay, I'm gonna give him the sympathy one there, and then zeros across the board. The rest. Right? Yeah, that's about right. Okay, so then I mean, the question then obviously becomes: uh, Is this better than the '94 run? Um. Because it's the same score, too. I would say the... It's the same amount of time, basically. Yeah. 
I would say the ninety the ninety four is more memorable <laughs> because of Vince, not because of him. him. Right, it's Vince and DiBiase. Yeah, but I don't know. I think I just like the ninety four Rumble better. Okay, so and he's in the. I guess he's at the end on both kind of. I don't know. I, they're really pretty equal, honestly. Okay, let's put 95 one spot below. Yeah, I like 94 when he hits the clothesline um, on Luger before he gets out. Like, that was a pretty good clothesline. That's that true. was probably the best move he had of um, any of them. And I did like, you know, but that being said, I did like the kicks in 95. <laughs> well, yeah, actually, you could argue that what he does to Sean was the best of... Of anything. Yeah. Right. All right, well, look, let's leave him beneath. So that's uh, Adam Baum, his entire uh, Rumble career now. He holds the 275th and 276th uh, best Royal Rumble appearances of all time. Some quick stats on Adam Baum. Total ring time, 10 minutes and 15 seconds. Zero eliminations. Okay, nothing. Yeah, uh, so, I mean, nothing to write home about with Mr. Baum, if you will. Yeah, no, it's, you know, it's, as Ted DiBiase said, it's a waste. Yeah. It's a, it's a disappointment. And um, waste of a life. It's, it's someone that could have definitely done more. And that's these two are just like small samples of his entire run. Yes. That it is just like, why didn't he ever get a chance to do something? Well, I remember when he debuted thinking he looked so freaking cool. Yeah. And, and thinking, oh, okay, this is going to be a big guy going forward. Right. So, anyway, uh, so that closes the book on Adam Bomb. I don't think we need to And the 1994 Royal Rumble. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> we are done. Oh, my. But, but the problem with that is now we're on to the 1995 Royal Rumble. And we have a lot of it. Yeah. But the, the positive is that most of the guys are not in. Right. Very short. Very short. Except perhaps this next fella. Mm. Now entering the Royal Rumble. Deutschland, Deutschland. So this is our hundredth competitor. Eric. It is, and like it's funny because I was hoping with our hundredth competitor, we, you know, we do like a uh, an episode just on them, right? Know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what are we doing? How can we do that? No, we can't. No. But it is we're doing it live. Yep. And we're watching it live That's together true. in in room. So, so he starts at ninety five. Why don't we Why don't we kick it off? At yeah. The okay. There we go. Mark. He's coming out number three. So oh only God, Sean and Bullog are in here. He's in there a long time. And we're trusting Wikipedia and Vince McMahon that this is Eli and not Jacob. Yes, we have no way of knowing. So they had just debuted in like December, I think. Yeah. Ish. Why is he walking like that? Oh, he's uh, just kind of... It's like a prototype of the Vince McMahon strut, but like from a mountain man of some kind. Right. Right after Bulldog, typical heel. He is huge, though. He's a big dude. Yeah. This And this is coming off uh, their ECW run as the Bruise Brothers. Okay. So they were there. And then they come back after this run 
they really bounce around quite a bit because they go back to ECW again for a brief time. They're joined Raven's flock. Then they come back to WWF as the Grim Twins. I have no memory of It's that very brief. Like, they're barely on. They like the superstars here and there. I think they're on, like, one Raw. Okay. And then they're gone again until they come back as a DOA. Right. And um, then they're gone forever. From WWF. Unless you're Then they go to WCW. No, and WCW. That's right. They're there as creative control. And then the Harris twins. And then they go to TNA. It's like everyone used to always make fun of Beefcake for all the gimmicks. But these guys are up there. When they have a ready-made gimmick. Right. They're twins. Yes. So he's stomping around. I mean, he is a big guy. He's doing okay. Like he said, like, he's fine striking. You know, when we do TN Never Never Dies, right? I'm yeah. always struck by, like, I don't... I hate them, obviously. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they're not bad as a bruiser tag team. Yeah, brawling, they're fine. Like, yeah. I remember with ECW on Extreme Throwaway Dance every other Thursday, like, Jenny was into them quite a bit before right. we, I revealed Jenny's their, still into them. Their dark background. No, <laughs> once she learned that, I feel like she backed off. I but. don't think she has. She, said, she keeps saying, no, they're fine. Like... <laughs> So, uh, but anyway, and it's not a dark background; it's the foreground. They are Nazis, right? Yeah, I mean, it's them. Yes, right. Yeah. It's not the dark background; it's their their dark foreground. Do you think they are still Nazis, or do you think that was a good? Right? So that was a good spot. So yeah. he he did like a windmill punch to Sean, and Sean flew off him. Now, how much of that do you give to him? It was good. It was a well done punch. He like yeah. He really did it well. He's actually been okay right now with, like you said, like they're fine brawlers. Yeah, he's fine in this so far, and he's getting a lot of spotlight because he stands out with the the height and the hair and the shirt that almost covers the underwear. Yes, and like dude, yeah. as a kid, it always made me uncomfortable because guys like him don't look like they're wearing any pants. Right. There's a lot of hair right now with uh, him, and then you got Duke Jerosi who's got Josh Richards' current haircut. <laughs> you got Jigolo Del Rey there. Yeah, Jigolo Del Rey. And let's not forget Shawn Michaels in his mullet and Davey Boy Smith with his... Does he have braids? Uh, no, he's just got like the stringy long hair. Right, 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 right. But he does have the tassels on his feet that kind of look like braids. Yes. So. And here, look, like even here, Eli Blue has got Michaels up on the top and he's really making an effort to throw him out. And his stomach is making an effort to go outside <laughs> yes. of his underwear. Yes. I, I think... Do you think they get yelled at when the string for their underwear tights goes on the outside? I feel like that's something Vince would yell at them for. You think he tries to choke them with it? Oh, for sure. And then he tries to wrap his penis around his neck. Well, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Um, so we're not even like looking at him right now. It's all Sean. Wherever Sean is is what we're following. He's wait, just battling Drossy. Was that? Okay, did I just say that about... Uh, you were talking about Jimmy Del Rey. I thought that was uh, Eli Blue. <laughs> no, it was the gut was the same thing. I think it's because they're wearing similar colored um, tights. Burgundy? Yeah, I mean, blues are a little more red. Oh, I wish we were watching Delray because he just got eliminated. We could have been done. <laughs> yeah, we would have been done. Don't worry. Soon enough, <laughs> when we do a 19 guys in one episode for yes. 1995. Yes. Um, Barbarian just leveled him. Sione. Yeah, Sione. But we, we know who that is. Yeah, I know. But it's still Sione. That's right. Leveling him with punches. That's a fun little Haas match. Well, Sione and Eli Blue. That's fine. Imagine Haku and the Barbarian against the Harrises. That'd be okay. Yeah. I can live with that. They're fine. They're just awful human beings. Yeah. It's insane to me that they didn't win the tag team titles in right. this run. Nah. Uh, like, it's just, it's, the name is stupid. The Blue Brothers? Yeah. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind the name. It didn't seem dumb at the time to me. They should have just went Harris Brothers. Right. Or Bruce Brothers. That was their name in ECW and, and Smoky Mountain. Where the fuck else? Or the Mountain Friends. <laughs> 
You know they should have brought with them to the ring are goats because goats live in the mountains. The mountain dudes. <laughs> the, dude, the mountain dudes. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yeah, he's literally just now. He's a little lost here, just kind of yeah. matriculating around the ring, Beating grabbing Dr. guys. Tom. Yeah. Doctor Tom's hair is pretty spectacular too. I I don't understand why the Harris brothers cut their hair. Oh, I think it looks better. I like the short hair better. Really? I think this is interesting. I, I, I don't know if I like it better or worse, but I find this interesting, like an interesting look. I don't know. It's like a little... Oh, God. I, um, it's like a little too much. It was doink. That's doink, by the way. You're fucking dink. <laughs> dink is the worst of the wink, pink, and stink, right? Was there one called stink? No, it was wink, pink, and dink. Oh, okay. There's no stink. No, who was the really ugly one? I think it was... I think it was wink... Whatever the tall one was. Oh, the little lanky. Uh, yeah. The little lanky one. Now, if he eliminated, if Eli Blue eliminated Doink here, you'd be happy. Right? I'd give him probably at least a two. Yeah. All right. Look, his work so far has been okay. I don't think it's been horrible. No, he's, it, again, it's just a lot of strikes. Yeah. And like you said, like, like I said, he's been dominating the visual when they show the wide shot because he's so big and he's constantly moving around. Yeah. Now... I know we're not listening to it directly, but I feel they are not talking about him at all. No, because they don't really ever like zero in on him. It's like just, we see him a lot because they're doing wide shots and he takes up the screen. Right. But oh, there's Quang. There he is. There's Still with friend. Harvey. Why on earth was Fuji gone at this point? No, he's with Yoko. But because this screams Fuji guy, a guy yeah. named Quang. Yeah. Well, I think we were talking about this. <laughs> When we were watching the 94 Rumble recreationally. Oh, right. That, what, like, he should have been a guy with Fuji, like, he, one of the bounty hunters or whatever. That's right. Now, did the Blues have a manager? Was it Uncle Zebekiah? Yes. Oh, it was Uncle Zebekiah. Yes. Where's he? Uh, home. Is he with Jacob Blue? Yes. <laughs> Maybe he's waiting. It's his favorite Blue? <laughs> yes. So, uh, Eli now has Davy Boy Smith up and really doesn't have a hope in hell of eliminating him. No, but at least he's away from Dr. Tom. Yeah. That's a win. And, like, I guess he's a good... Uh, he's bang, banging a uh, doink on the back. I guess he's a good guy to threaten your favorite guys. Right. Like, because he's enough of a threat, he might get you out. Well, and I'll say this. He, uh... They haven't been around long yet. So, the, you don't really know that they're kind of a jobber team. Right. You know what I mean? Like, because they haven't been established as such. So, he could be a threat here well I, I look i i remember very well thinking like oh these guys are like the next demolition right you know what i mean like right. these kind of two big strong guys and then they just got fed to um the allied powers at wrestlemania yeah and then they lose to the guns at SummerSlam, and uh i figure when they actually when they're i think they're gone not too long after that because they're back like i said as the grims in 96 so. <laughs> um yeah, it is kind of unfair that they're fed to the Allied Powers because nobody's beaten Lex and Davy. No, but I mean, it's also like decent that they actually got a WrestleMania match. Not a lot of tag teams during this era got a non-tag team title match on the card. That's true. Um, he is getting pummeled by Duke the Dumpster Drossy in the corner at this point. Uh, is yeah. that help his presentation or hurt that they're allowing Duke the Dumpster mm -hmm. to beat him up? I don't know. I feel like Duke wasn't completely maligned. Right. So we're not going to see anything now for a minute because we're getting Brett beating up Owen in the aisle. Loudest pop of the night, by the way. The, the most over guy in this rumble is Bret Hart. Yeah, and, and the interesting thing in all this is 
like we're gonna see a lot of the same stuff watching this rumble. Not that we don't in the other ones, mm-hmm. but because it's so short, even though a guy's yeah. maybe in the eight minutes, yeah. like that's like you know, a ton of guys. That's what, eight guys. It's a third of the and a lot happening, so yeah. Yeah, this is a tough one. I mean, this is one where I think it's really going to be helpful to just focus in on a guy. Right. And try to look at only them. Uh, which, again, is impossible right now. Yeah, I mean, they're not even showing them, so who knows? They're not showing the ring. No, nothing. Yeah, they're not. And the, even the lights have gone pink. <laughs> yes, it's all about Brett. Yeah. Which, in fairness, is the best decision. Yeah, I would agree. It just sucks that they go about this this way and, and take out two of the best competitors of the Rumble. That's right. Potential competitors in Owen and Bob Backlund later. All right, so he's still in there when we come back after Stephen Dunn runs past Bret Hart. But again, he's just walking around. Yeah. Oh, he just ate a clothesline in the throat, though. What happened to poor... <laughs> we'll talk about that soon. I guess so. We'll talk about <laughs> we'll it a little bit. We'll talk about that soon. Uh, yeah, he's back with Dr. Tom. See, I don't, I'd be very concerned about their hair getting tangled together. Yeah, You know, they've never done that in a match. Had their hair like a, anyone's. Like it's a, like two guys with long hair get tangled. Like a rat king, right? Uh, don't tell me Doink is going to eliminate Eli Blue. I don't know. I don't. I have no. I'm it looks not, like he's maybe set. No, I don't okay, know. Okay, I think he moved away from him now. Oh, uh, you know who I bet does? I bet it's Sione that eliminates him. Maybe. Right. Is this where Quang kicks yeah, out Doink? Quang's like, we're not. No, we're not watching that. I know, but it's a great moment. We're, we're watching uh, Eli, Eli in the yes. corner. Wait, clearly waiting. Clearly, yes, waiting he's waiting for something for like his turn, and he looks super tired, just laying in those lazy elbows. Oh yeah, there he goes. There he goes. He goes to the barbarian. Him and Sione close lined out. So he ran at Sione, close lined him, and they both went out. And that concludes uh, Eli Blue's run in this 1995 Royal Rumble. All right. Uh, look, I guess I'm going a one for presentation. Yeah, I thought he was presented okay. It wasn't bad. Are you going higher than one? No. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and go one for work. Yeah, me too. Uh, okay. But I'm going to go a zero for effectiveness. Yes, I think that's fair. Because I don't really think he achieved much of anything in this 10 minutes. Uh, and so that leaves him with a score of four, which I, I, I'm going to be totally truthful, way higher than I would have anticipated. Yeah, I would agree. Now, okay, so that four, is he better than... Comma, 1996. Yeah, I think so. That comma run is rough. Yeah, and I'm going to go ahead and say he's better than Bob Hawley in 1996. Yes. And I'm going to say he's better than Hardcore Hawley in 2000. Yes. Is he better than Bart Gunn in 94? Uh, no. Okay, so there we go. So already, would you have guessed at the start of this that um, Eli Blue would score higher than Adam Baum? Um, probably not, I guess. Yeah, he was never declared. No one ever declared that. Uh, well, that's why he flew under the radar. <laughs> that's right. So, Eli Blue 1995 is the uh, 232nd best Rumble appearance of all time. Which, again, uh, very shocking. A completely shocking um, result for me. All right. We're going to fast forward a few years to 1998. Oh. He is here now. As eight ball. ball, tell me about that. Well, uh, so there needed to be a, a motorcycle gang involved in the World Wrestling Federation at this point because there was a an African American gang, a Puerto Rican yes. gang, and uh, so, say South African African gang. So we needed a a um, we needed a white supremacist faction, right? Yes, and, and so he, I mean, I guess were they they must because. 
I never imagined Crush was a white supremacist. I mean, he's been, I guess, like aligned with Islam. And, and Japan. And Japan. So maybe this goes kind of to the highest bidder. Or perhaps he was just really scarred by his time mm. as a sympathizer and said, yep. you know what? This time it's about the white man. The white man. And then the, uh, the, the fourth member portrayed the ultimate uh, pale white man. Chains? Yes, Chains uh, portrayed uh, The Undertaker earlier in his career. So He did. We like him. The underrated Brian Lee. Yes, as you might hear on TNA Never Dies. The 8-Ball. The 8-Ball. The 8-Ball. I hate when people call it The 8-Ball. <laughs> and The Skull. But uh, so DOA at this point is splintered a little bit. So Crush is gone. Yeah. He left after Montreal with Just Brett. Just hit, hit it. Hit it. Hit it. Oh, are yeah. we, Sorry. Why, why are, are we, we waiting? This? I don't know. 30 minutes <laughs> yeah. of this bullshit. Yes, 30 minutes of him with his fist in the air As running always. down like he's somebody's hero. So he comes in at 7 and we got... And they uh, say, I wonder if 7 will be his lucky number. You, why didn't they make him 8? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Come on. We'll see who eight is, if it makes sense. But So, I mean, he's in with some big names, like Rock, Cactus Jack, Terry Funk. Mosh. Mosh. And uh, fin- Phineas. Phineas. Was there a Hog Farmer uh, faction as well? Yeah, it was Phineas, Henry, and Hillbilly Jim. Hillbilly Jim. Did they have a pig at some point as well? Didn't they? They had pigs. They had goats. Oh, they had all kinds of fucking animals. Fuck them all. All right, so he's fighting Phineas right now in the corner. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Crush is gone. And I think it's just the three of them still. Chains is loosely aligned, but he's gone. Chains leaves pretty soon-ish. Um, in here, so yeah, because he goes, he's in uh, ECW prior to this. Uh-huh. Leaves goes in '97. There, I don't know if he goes back to ECW '98. I'm not well versed enough to know, but who cares? Eh. <laughs> So then it's just them for most of 98 into 99. They're holding the, the torch of yeah, the, so. uh, the SS party. <laughs> this is also the <laughs> Royal Rumble where everyone wears black except Chainsaw Charlie and Ken Shamrock. Yes. Everybody else all in black. <laughs> Even Phineas Godwin was wearing a black t-shirt. He is. I am not anticipating that this is going to be a very eventful run. It's a lot of elbows. Mm. So working on The Rock. Again, what was that? What did he... He went... To, it's like he moved away to elbow him and then just kind of slid and hip-checked him, <laughs> yeah. but not hard, into the into the ropes. It's a... He's just... He, yeah. He's just, Number yeah. eight is Blackjack Bradshaw, by the way. Like, Why didn't they flip them? Why not make eight ball eight and say, it's eight ball's lucky number? Yeah. Instead of saying, maybe this is eight ball's it's lucky like number. It's like putting Ty Dillinger at number nine. Right. For no reason. Right. Right. It's number nine, the perfect <laughs> ten. <laughs> Makes no sense um, at all. <laughs> so look, while we're on this, uh, this he's just punching people. He's not going to do anything. Uh, look, all kinds of stuff going on in the North South Connection Podcast Network. Yeah, new stuff dropping every single. Why don't we day. do this? We never do this. What? This is what we're going to do. Mondays, you get this show. Yeah. Every other Monday, you get the wrestler that was. That's correct. That's you going through the history of various wrestlers' WWF careers. Exactly. And it's really well done. It's a solo show. I I, I really enjoy doing it. It's a labor of love. Mm. Uh, the latest one... It's I a dr- beast of burden. It is a beast of burden. <laughs> you fucking beast yourself. Uh, yes, it is a labor... Much like how watching 8-Ball uh, for 30 uh, minutes is a labor of love. And he's fighting love. Bradshaw over the number 8 right now. Oh, Christ. Uh, right yeah. there, they should have pushed him out. Yep. There's no reason to have him in. Yeah. Uh, so that's every Monday. Now, Tuesdays, 
Uh, you're looking at the Ruthlessly Aggressive podcast with Jake Williams. Yep, and he has different guests going through the Ruthless Aggressive era. Yep. Started right after WrestleMania 18, and he is now around no February-ish, 03. Yeah, and yeah. heading into No Way. Yeah, he's in there. Yeah. He might be past it at this point. That's but. true. That's true. We are recording a little bit hmm. in advance. And that runs in tandem with New Gen on a Mission. Yes, that's Justin Pratt, Tim Slomka going through the New Generation era. They started at Survivor Series 92. And honestly, closing almost in their full first year calendar year because they're true. in the fall of 93 now. Yeah, they're doing uh, Sean Brett 92 to Sean Brett 97. This is the second, by the way, this is the second rumble in a row we've watched Owen Hart come out and get attacked yes, by someone yes. not in the match. And Mike Tyson enjoying it. Yeah. Why is Mike Tyson so on board with Owen Hart? Uh, he's a face. I guess. He's into the face. I like the faces. Also, uh, Chains was, not Chains, 8-Ball was just uh, hanging out with Bradshaw last year. Wednesdays is Jenny Position Wednesdays, all of Jennifer Smith's shows. That's right. Uh, every Wednesday, new one. Maybe you heard about Pluto. Could be Freak Out Drive-In. Or perhaps a little something else yeah, it's a in little the some, hopper. A little something, yeah, something, 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 something that something. might not die. Huh. We're very lucky to have a nice Southern Belle like uh, Jenny Smith on board at the North-South Connection. Speaking of Southern Bells, myself and Chad Campbell. Mm-hmm. Wrestling Warzone That's right. every other Thursday. Yep. Going through the Monday Night Wars era, we are in late 1996. You've got to be closing in right around Halloween Havoc ish time. Yeah. Uh, and so that's been a lot of fun. I'm really excited for 97. Uh, so I can't wait to get there. But I'm curious to see how the bridge from late 96 into 97 is, especially since we, we start getting into that. You know, we've been most of this run now for a while has been a Shawn Michaels driven product on DODF. I'm looking forward to them getting into that, like, Big world title mix where like there's five or six guys well, anybody now. Anybody can win yeah, at yeah, any time. Yeah. So that's coming up. Uh, every other Thursday alternating with that is the Extreme Three-Way Dance Podcast. Me, Matt, Susan, and Jenny going through the history of ECW. Mm-hmm. We're in a, a spring of 97 now. So that's uh, – yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm still waiting to finish all my other watches, yeah. watch ECW, and go along with it. Yes. You should do that soon. Yeah, well, I'll probably be dead by the time I get to it. But I, w- <sighs> I do want – Speaking of to. dead, A-Ball stomping on the rock's head here. Well, yeah. him and Bradshaw are really still going at it. A real feud. They got more yeah. of a feud than Adam Baum <laughs> ever had. Still walking around. Fridays is our current wrestling day. Yep. You we know have, what that means. Yes. The AEW. Yeah. Every other Friday, Jordan Duncan and Reesh touching on all things All Elite. And then alternating with that is Clone Zines and Headlines 2.0. Ryan Gray, Mike Rossi, Rocco Martone. They rotate in some various guests. Dive into all the happenings of WWE as well as some uh, indie stuff as well. That's right. And that's a fun listen. And it's a quick listen and it's cool because they really do bounce around. They don't linger too long on one thing. Right. And what I love about both those shows is you can really see the passion and the positivity for mm-hmm. both products. Yes. And uh, the crew from Close to the Headlines, Ryan and Rossi, also just interviewed Drew. Nice pile driver on Terry Funk. Very nice. We're going to have to give him a point for that probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, they interviewed Drew, Drew Cordero of Beyond Wrestling recently mm-hmm. talking about America Rana. So that was uh, really Cool interview to have here on the network, so we're excited about that. Absolutely. Also cool on the network is you and Marcus wrestling above replacement every other Saturday. Yeah, that's our super nerd show. Uh, Marcus and I breaking down every WWE pay-per-view season. So we consider that starts with the show after WrestleMania, ends with the following calendar years, WrestleMania. And we're doing different seasons. We're in 04, 05 right now. Uh, We break down every pay-per-view on a plus-minus system. Mm -hmm. So whatever baseline is, that's a nothing. If it's something a little bit better, it gets a point. Something a little bit worse, minus a point. We net all that out. We're ranking everything out. Now, I haven't started listening to that yet. Are you uh, punishing the shows for presenting Chris Benoit? No. Shame on you. You really think? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't care. <laughs> we, we do look back. Uh, there is some stuff we probably unfairly 
retroactively ding because it, it's like uncomfortable mm. some of the stuff that's on there but yeah like when he choked those kids in the front row no that was okay yeah, it that's... was more so the um lord alfred with uh what's her name? oh uh at, um caroline i forget yeah, her name at, uh, uh, wrestling classic yes yes oh let me get a hold of that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and vince like have you ever been in a rolls royce <laughs> you ever had a rolls royce inside you <laughs> yeah it's like you know a bit much um so that rotates with no holds bar that's our other show that's right we're a lot of list-based games and frivolities <laughs> yeah, the frivolity of, of uh, ranking every single WWF world title change. <laughs> yes, yes. And also uh, rebuilding our GWW list mm-hmm. five years later. Yeah, so that's every, those are our Saturdays. Uh, and then occasionally you get viewers' choice after every big uh, special event. Yeah. So it's uh, Tim, not the two man Taylor, Marcus Fuller. They, within an hour or two, we're bringing you a recap Crazy. of every major event. So that, that's awesome. And what I like is they tell you what to watch, what not to watch. Mm-hmm. So if you're like me and don't want to watch the current product, <laughs> right. You know, you and just, it's a quick hit. It's like forty minutes, forty-five minutes, and it's out. And boy, do they love Roman Reigns! Yes, they do. <laughs> yeah, uh, but that also ties into uh, occasionally on Sundays you get Ryan Gro- uh, Ryan Gray mm-hmm. uh, making the case. Yes, yeah, so with some GWE content. Yeah, that's once a month usually. Also, every Sunday morning we have Second Print Comics. Marcus, uh, Marcus, too many marks. Mark, Claire, and Remso. Uh, hitting a potpourri of comic topics. That's, That's right. every Sunday morning. Sunday nights, you got three different shows rotating. So you either get GWE special, GWE specials with Ryan. Yeah, uh, once a month you get Johnny C's Multiverse of Madness. That's right, uh, where he goes through and talks uh, all kinds of craziness. Really, what you would expect from Johnny C. All kinds of wild topics. He pulls them out of the Aqua Cave. It's his personal feed. Yep, and it delivers them all to us. And and then finally, a new show that mm-hmm. recently started dropping. Uh, seven- and I messed that up. It's a Multiverse of Fabulousness. I knew it wasn't Madness. Oh no, it's Fabulousness. Yeah, I said Madness. Yeah, uh, I had the movie in mind. And a new show that's dropped. Um, seven months. Of danger. danger. Yeah, so that's twice a month here. It's every other week, Sunday nights. Sean Kidd, Souza, Logan, Shiflet going through the Dangerous Alliance. That's right. Yes. <laughs> it's a limited edition series, too. Like, they're, when they finish, they're done with yeah. that. So I believe it's going to be 20 episodes, correct? Around 20, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, so they started with Halloween Havoc 91, and they're going to go forward through there. So they're covering... Interviews, matches, angles, everything Dangerous Alliance related. So if you love that 92, 93, uh, or I should say 91, 92 um, WCW period, this is the show for you. That's right. Also, uh, 8-Ball has done nothing of note. He's trash. He's punched a couple of people. He, did, he gave the pile driver. Pile driver was all right, but that's, uh, that's about it there at this point. So not a ton going on. Uh, what's he doing right now? He's literally just right now, if you look, he's literally standing there. As Steve Blackman does a spin kick to Kurgan. And then he's walking around. He just caressed Phineas Godwin's hair and the camera cut away. Yes. What was he about to do to Phineas Godwin? Uh, say, give me your goat. Oh, okay, good. Good, good, good. Oh, and then well, he's punched him in the balls. <laughs> punched him in the balls. Right. <laughs> he went and goes, go. So that's everything on North-South. Um, you know, there's one-offs here and there at the movies. That's uh, my movie podcast. Oh, yes, yes, that's right. We, we watch movies, comedies only, from 1992 to 2012. It has to be in that range. I've done American Pie. I've done Saving Silverman so far. Um, and it's going to just, there's no schedule. It just kind of comes out when I feel like doing one. Of course. Bring in different guests and we just riff and BS. That's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, so every day, something new. Every day, mm-hmm. something different. And, uh, you know, give us a like, share, yeah. uh, tell people about it. If you hate, if there's someone you hate and if you hate the show. Right, if you hate Aaron. Yeah, yeah if you hate me mm. and you hate somebody else, sick me on them. Mainly him. Yeah, mainly me. 
Because I'm absolutely detestable. Oh, fucking Sable's not detestable. So how many more minutes of this do we have? I have no idea. Too many. Look, you know something we never do? This is our 100th guy, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, we can keep saying, look, he's punching, he's kicking. Like, uh, what's he doing now? He's not even on He's screen. punching Phineas. <laughs> he's just punching Phineas's penis. All right. All right. Something we never get to talk about is our bottom 10 guys. Read me the bottom 10. Okay, the bottom you 10. You read me the bottom 10. The bottom 10 performances. Read me the bottom 10. Thus far. All right, All right. just read it. I'm about to read it. Okay. Okay. Number, uh, so the 10th worst. So right now, 300 and, uh, we're basing this off 312 so far. So the 303rd, so the 10th worst, is Papa Shango, 1993. Okay. Have some fond memories of that? Uh, He doesn't do anything. And I remember specifically feeling bad that he got all the paint on until it only lasts like 30 seconds. 30 seconds. 28, if you will. Uh, Now, the 9th worst, Saba Simba, 1991. Offensive gimmick, uh, offensive uh, performance. You can't even remember what he did, right? No. No. Uh, I think Martel throws him out. <laughs> That's all I remember. Yes, it is Martel that throws him out. That's right. Uh, the eighth worst, Red Rooster 1990. So in a stacked rumble, you get this piece of shit. Yeah, he just doesn't do anything. I think yeah. Akeem throws him out. Maybe That's, That's right. Again, that's all I remember. Uh, seventh worst, Where's the Beef, Warlord 1992. Yeah, I mean, that's the original template for Adam Bomb. He's just praying. He's laying on the ground right now praying. <laughs> Not to Allah, we know that. That's true. Uh, sixth worst, The Sultan 1997. Sure. Sure, whatever. Uh, fifth worst, Big Boss Man 2002. Way past d- due date. Yeah, and he's only in three minutes. It just doesn't do anything. Doesn't do anything. Yeah. Uh, fourth worst, Repo Man, 1993. So again, way past due. Right, yeah. Um, third worst, Colonel Mustafa, 1992. Absolutely accomplishes nothing. Yeah. Uh, one I thought would always be worst, uh, is our second worst right now, and that's Nikolai Volkov, 92. A very sad man. But so happy to be there. Yes. Never, I've never actually seen him happier. And our worst of all time... Uh, mainly because he's a complete asshole, is Bob Hawley from 2005. Yeah, that's the one where he comes in and abuses Daniel Pewter and just looks like an asshole. Like, we, just, we didn't want to give him any credit. And he's just so happy to be doing yeah, it. Yeah, he's a real prick. It's deservedly the last one. That's right. All right, so then we also, so we always talk about our top 10 performers. So guys who've been in at least three Royal Rumbles, and uh, we talk about the top 10 every time, right? Well, here, why don't we talk about the bottom 10? What do you say we hit that? Let's do it. Okay. One, one, two, three, four. Okay, the uh, tenth worst. And I'm watching Kakinai. He's uh, walking into the corner. Yes, and now he's... Where nobody is. Yeah, now he's walked between some guys. Yes. And, oh, what's he going to do? Now he's helping Bradshaw. I want to say that might be the worst thing I've ever seen. He literally... So Bradshaw <laughs> is leaning on D'Lo on the ropes. Yeah. And he just comes over and puts his foot on D'Lo. <laughs> and then walks away. And walks away. And he did the hip check again yeah. to Mero. Yeah, yeah. That was a bit more violent, though. Yeah, it was, it was a little bit more violent. Yeah. All right. Our 10th worst guy uh, being in three Royal Rumbles, Coco Beware. Uh, yeah, I guess. I feel bad because I like Coco. Me too. Ninth, the Honky Tonk Man. Four Rumbles. Yeah, well, he's got that real, was it 98? It's this one, isn't it? Where he's in it's forever? It's this one yeah. where he's in for 20 minutes. <laughs> Uh, seventh, uh, sorry, uh, eighth, Dino Bravo, three Royal Rumbles. I gotta say this feels a little unfair, because I feel like in the Rumbles he's okay, and he's usually important. Well, 91, he's quick. There must be one we really hated. 88? I don't know. 
He's in 88. He's one of the finalists. In yeah, I don't know why. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so seventh best, Terry Taylor, three rumbles. Yeah, I mean that that seems right. Yeah. Uh, sixth, Bob Holly with seven rumbles. That he should be lower. He should be lower. Uh, yeah, he should probably be last. He's not, unfortunately. Uh, fifth, Virgil with three rumbles. Uh, again, I mean, oh yeah, is it ninety three? in for a while and kind of yeah. But he has ninety two. He's okay. He's okay in ninety two. Yeah, he's already ninety two. And ninety four, he's a he's a diesel. He's pick. quick. Yeah, I think ninety three was the the rough one. That's right. Uh, third worst, Luke, three. <laughs> I mean, he's only in three minutes. He three just, minutes, three rumbles. Yeah, he just doesn't do anything, but he does have the memorable 91 with the whack in, whack off. Uh, eight ball is trying to eliminate Mero. Mero's just punching him in the gut. Yeah, and now he's just lying, leaning on the ropes. Uh, second worst of all time, the Warlord. <laughs> four rumbles. I mean, a big disappointment. Yep. 89, he goes out in one second. 92, he comes in late, he gets knocked Where's right out. Yeah, it's just not. And sitting at last right now, I would not have expected three rumbles is Bart Gunn. Yeah, it doesn't seem fair. No. But he's been in there nine minutes, an average time of three minutes. So there we go. Those are some... Uh, we, a, a rare look at the bottom half of our list. Feels yeah. apropos, considering who we're... I mean, covered. he's just done nothing. Like, I feel like we need to stop here and be okay. Yeah. And he's in this what is in this shit, what, 30 minutes? Yeah. But I tell you what, we've committed to this. So uh, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna tough it out. But again, since we're committed, why don't I hit you with a few more stats? Okay. Well, I was going to try and look at it. So he's in at, comes in at 7 and 30 minutes. So that's how many guys? Uh, 15 guys? Uh, yeah. So he's in there at number 22. Oh, my God. And we've had 16 guys in. So we have about, fuck, eight more minutes to so sell with this. Oh, come on. This I is, mean, he's just not doing anything. I know. He's laying in the corners. Phineas smothers him. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm not enjoying that aspect of it at all. All right, while we're stopped, uh, what do you say we take a little look at our top 10 total times of guys who've been in the Rumble so far? Let's do it. Okay, so number 10, uh, with an hour, 23 minutes, and 53 seconds, Tito Santana. I believe it because he's in for about an hour... And 29 minutes and 30 seconds in 1991. <laughs> uh, number nine is Rikishi with 120, uh, 100, an hour, 26, and 11. And that's in, he's in 10 rumbles. Right? Yeah, he's in a lot. I mean, he's in there as Fatu, he's in there as Sultan, he's in there as Fatu, and then he's in there as yeah. uh, Rikishi. And, and he did make a bit of a difference. A little bit. A little bit, a little bit. Uh, number eight, Ric Flair, an hour, 27, and 38. Yeah, an hour is one, yeah. one of the rumbles. Yeah. And then even 93, he's in like... Yeah. I don't know, a good like 15 minutes. Right. Uh, number seven, poor Greg Valentine, an hour 28, 46. Again, well, between 94 and 91 alone, like that accounts for the bulk of it. It's That's an hour, over an hour right there. Yeah, eight ball just grabbed Bradshaw's head and then walked away. Uh, they're still kind of beefing over the number. Yeah, is he going to make our bottom, isn't he? He should. Yeah. All right, uh, number six is Bret Hart, an hour 38, 51. Only five rumbles though. Yeah, uh, and he's balanced. I feel like his are all pretty on the up and up. He doesn't really have any super quick ones. 90 maybe, but... That's true. Uh, number five, Rick Martel, an hour 43, 53. That's good. I mean, you know, he's at 50 of that as one rumble, but that's still a lot of other time in the other ones. Yeah, and, and he's always... When we talked about him, what, mm. I was, what I liked is that we ended up liking most of everything he right. did. Right, yeah. Number four... That's why he's top 25 in GWE. 
<laughs> he's absolutely not. <laughs> no holds barred. Uh, number four, uh, Bob Holly. An hour, 53 minutes, and six seconds. Fuck him. Yeah, fuck Bob Holly. Number three, Davy Boy Smith. Two hours, six minutes, and two seconds. In six rumbles. That's that's a lot per rumble. I know. You know, he's always yeah. in there a ton. Yeah. Uh, Undertaker next with 11 rumbles, two hours, 27 minutes, and 31 Oof. seconds. Okay. And then number one in our hearts as well, uh, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, three hours, 51 minutes, and 32 seconds. So why is Hogan's not up there? He's not. Hogan is... He is 17th with 56.49. And four rumbles. In four rumbles. So and, if he's in a couple more, he's up there. And one ahead of him is Randy Savage, which I would you wouldn't think of. And ahead of them is fucking Crush. Of so, course. Uh, all right. He's still, is he still... Uh, what's going on with this dude now? Is he He's st- still there. Here comes Jarrett. They're not showing the numbers yet, so I've lost track of where we're at. Okay. Um, I, I'm guessing we got about five minutes or so left, maybe. Okay. Um, great. All right. Well, look, while we have some time, let's go <laughs> through the top ten uh, people of elim- uh, Eliminators. Yeah, all right. All right. Why not, right? So number ten, hanging on. Uh, um, if in, in the event of a tie, I'm going to give it to you if you've been in there less time. Okay. Okay. So, uh, number 10, Rick Martel with nine. Okay. Not bad. Uh, number uh, nine is going to be uh, Ted DiBiase with 10. Okay. Number eight, Lex Luger with 10. Mm-hmm. And number seven, Yokozuna with 10. Okay. I like that Yoko and Lex are tied together. Yeah, they're, they're always at the hip. Exactly. Hip toss. Hip toss. Uh, number six, Rikishi with 12. Yep. Uh, number five, Diesel with 12. Okay. Number four, Davy Boy Smith, 13. Yep. And now we're into the heavy hitters. Hulk Hogan is number three with 27, but only in four rumbles. Undertaker has 40 in mm-hmm. 11 rumbles. And Shawn Michaels. Barely so, nudges him out. Yeah, 41 okay. in 12 rumbles. Do you think anyone eclipses that? Probably Kane. I'm sure Kane does. Triple H. I don't, Triple H is going to eclipse him in time. I don't know about elimination. Okay, I, I think Kane's going to be our guy. Because and maybe Reigns eventually. Yeah, because Triple H, he he's not in as many rumbles as you think, right? Right. He's only in about 10 of them, I think. And I'm not going to go look. Now. Where is April? Oh, he's, he's there. He's still there. He's crouched on the ground. Um, I honest, I'm going to be I'm going to be truthful. I thought our statistics would last longer. Right. Uh, so, well, how about we do this? We usually wrap with our top 10. Oh, Neither yeah. him or our next guy are going to sniff it. So do you want to just get that done now? Let's get it done now. Okay. We'll shut it down. Uh, all right. So obviously no change to our... You don't feel you're going to be surprised? Nah, I'm confident we're going to be good. All right. Well, let's do the uh, individual rumble appearances okay. then since, you know, this is not going to... Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, number 10, Brett the Hitman Hart, 1994. Number nine, The Ultimate Warrior, 1990. Number eight, Hulk Hogan, 1990. Number seven, Shawn Michaels, 1996. Number six, The Undertaker, 2002. Number five, Shawn Michaels, 2007. Number four, Diesel, 1994. Number three, Hulk Hogan, 1989. Number two, Shawn Michaels, 2010. And number one, The Nature Boy, Ric Flair, 1992. So you don't think eight ball here... Or Duke the Dumpster Drossy, who we're doing next, are going to come into this. Confident. Confident. All right. Our top Unless rest- you can convince me otherwise. <laughs> See, you're on board. You thought it was stupid at first, but now you're on board. No, I still think it's stupid. It is stupid. I'm sorry, Lee. Lee, he thinks you're stupid. All right. Uh, Eight no- balls is punching gold dust. Oh, God. 
All right, top 10 performers. Number 10, Mr. Perfect. Number 9, Ted DiBiase. Number 8, Roddy Piper. Number 7, Diesel. Number 6, Ric Flair. Number 5, Randy Savage. Number 4, Brett the Hitman Hart. Number 3, The Undertaker. And holding on at number 1, best Rumble performer to date, Hulk Hogan. You missed Shawn Michaels, number 2. Oh, shit. Yeah. All right, back to 8-Ball. Please be it. Goldust. Goldust. Come on, you got it. I'm like, come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. I love how like the cr- crowd cheering is the caption <laughs> as you and I are cheering. Come on. It's not even full gold dust. It's the artist formerly known as gold dust. No, right? it's like a sex toy gold dust, right? Like with the ball gag in his mouth. And- uh, yes, yes. And uh, green eggs and ham. Oh, here comes Ahmed. This is this to me is the saddest Rumble appearance of all time. I know. I can't. Look how tired he is. He is. He's like, why do I got to do this still? Oh, boom, boom. Did they say what number he is so we know how far we are? No. We're going to get to 22. They're not putting the numbers mm. yet. Bradshaw and 8-Ball are still uh, beefing over the number. Yeah, and Bradshaw just slugged him down. I mean, he's he, uh, he's really done nothing. No, he did that pile driver. Are we gonna, that was it. But we got to take away from nothing. Nothing plus nothing equals nothing. <laughs> nothing. You multiply anything by zero. <laughs> we learned that today. <laughs> we also learned that today. <laughs> oh, Goldust with his blue hair is so disgusting. He's just disgusting. Yeah, yeah, it's a rough run for him. Yeah, look at... Eight ball. He's just on his knees. Just get out. Get up and get out. You don't need to. The ring is full. Look, The Rock, Miro, Goldust, Rock. Uh, I already said Rock. Uh, D'Lo, uh, Ahmed Johnson. These people. Fucking are disgrace. Yeah, like why is he in there? All right, that was something. At least he ran and did like Jumped. a big double sledge. Yeah. What's more egregious in this? That Honky Tonk Man is in there for 20 minutes or Eight Ball is in there for it's 30? It's Eight Ball. Because Honky's at least like, oh, it's a fun surprise. Eight balls does does nothing, literally. Yeah, he's certain. What is happening? What are they showing? Oh, they're, oh, they're showing uh, Rock low blowing uh, Shamrock. I'm throwing him out. Fuck, Rock just had his number tonight, eh? Yeah, almost uh, a 98, really. Yeah, just the king of the ring. Yeah, they finally lost to him. Ahmed's never taken his beanie cap off either. Is eight ball gone? No, he's just being. Imagine getting beat up by the honky tonk man in 1998. Yeah, look how happy Mark Henry is. On the vert, well, had he turned yet? He had just turned, right? Yeah, it's like he forgot he was supposed to be a heel. Yeah. Eight ball is, of course, cautiously uh, waiting in the. I wish you would say what number this is. Is Henry twenty two? I mean, it wouldn't be hard to find out. I know. God, I mean, it's just like look at him. He's just laying in the corner. I know he's doing. Why did they think he was okay to go thirty minutes? You know, I guess did they just want he must go. Austin must be twenty two. Is he one of the guys Austin clears out when he comes in? Uh, I don't think he's, Austin eliminates him. Yeah. Maybe he does. I'm going to check. I was wondering if he's like one of the guys. Oh, it is Austin. Yeah, All right, okay. Austin's going to be 22 then. Confirm right. That. Let's confirm it. Is he? I think Austin's 24. Yeah, Austin's 24. Oh, my God. So we still got two more guys then Austin. Oh, God. We're going to have Skull come in and not know which is which. That's going to be the fun thing to see if Skull is more energetic. He better just go right out when Austin comes in. Immediately out. Of course, Ahmed Johnson. Is he still... Look how tired Ahmed Johnson is. Yeah, he, like, he's got no energy to do this. Look, look at 8-Ball just walking around. Miro's dancing. In, at least Miro's dancing in the center of the ring. I swear, they looking back, I think they only left him in because they wanted a lot of guys for Austin to clean out. So they're like, all these dudes going to be in there so he can take them all out. Sure, but it can't be somebody else. <laughs> 
Somebody that came in maybe a little bit later. Or just is better. Yeah. All right, so here comes Skull, right? Oh, uh, no. And then we got Kama Bin Mustafa. <laughs> bin? Kama Bin Mustafa. Mm. What is taking so long for him to come out? I wonder if this was Austin's. Is Skull? Oh, he's not, he oh, beat right, him up. He gets beat up. Okay, good. So at least we don't get to, <laughs> we don't get to have the confusion. Yeah, yeah, we see him beat him up, I think, before he comes out. Who in, who in their right mind would confuse Skull for Steve Austin? There's no way they're in the same type of dressing room. It's the jeans and the bald head and the goatee. Oh, poor Ahmed. Look at this poor man. This, you know, in a way... Yeah, look at me. <laughs> I'm the poor man. I have to sit here and watch this. You don't, think I'm, I, you don't think I'm struggling? Did he just knock out Phineas? Yeah, Phineas is out. And yeah, but did 8-Ball throw him out? No. Yeah, he did. He did. He eliminates Phineas. Okay. Yes. Finally, he wins that war. Yeah. But why? Why did he need to eliminate anybody? Because he's racist against pig look, farmers. Look at the tights up Ahmed's ass. It's it's out of control. That is, that is <laughs> that's next level. The, to me, this is... like. I think he just gained weight and didn't get new tights. Yeah, that's for sure. Right? But his tights always went up his ass, even when he was in top shape. Right. He always had those weird like uh, thigh pads, too. Here. Oh no! It was Mark Henry eliminated him. It wasn't uh, Eight Ball. So does he get no? In, he has no eliminations. Eight Ball. I have him as. Uh, oh, he he was part of the Kurgan elimination oh. <laughs> earlier. We weren't talking about the match. So, um, this is my. I'm glad we're. I'm actually glad we're watching this together because we're going to see Ahmed and Kama at the entrance, which is my favorite moment of this rumble. You're lucky we're watching it together because I'd be cursing you if I was alone. <laughs> well, the good thing is I wouldn't hear. This this is the kind of this is the kind of entry that makes you want to quit the project, right? Mm-hmm. You see thirty minutes of eight ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here comes Kama. Now watch at the entrance. Take an indistinct. He's done. Look, shoves him. <laughs> He's gonna fall. Look, he doesn't even chase him. <laughs> I think I'm done. Yeah. Um, <sighs> that was very funny. Oh, what a poor guy. Come on, Ben. Okay. Right after eight ball, I'm already on board with Kama Bin Mustafa. Mm. What? He couldn't. He couldn't even take being thrown into the corner. Did you see that? He his head kind of moved weird, and he just kind of collapsed to the ground. So that'd be like when Goldust calls Austin Stone in '97. What do you call him, Ben? Hey, ben. 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 Where you been, Ben? What? We still have two more to do after this. Yeah, but they're quick. I think. Mm. One c- is. We could just stop. <laughs> no, we'll finish. Nah, it's not that long. Look at Mero dancing. At least we have Mero dancing up a storm. I just need Austin. More than anything else in my life right now, I need Steve Austin <laughs> to come in and end this charade. Can we just do our great... Are we giving him... Well, let's just do the things now. Quick. It's zeros, right? Across the board? I'll give him the one for creativity for the pod driver. And, You're and the giving lead. him that? And the jump. And the jump. Okay. Well, I'm going to go zeros across the board. And he's, he's, some of his punches are good. He just slugged Henry down. It's just too long. It's, it's, and it's not his fault. It's too long. Okay, you're right. You know, when you say it's not his fault, you are correct. So I, I'll also... They should him. never have put him in there to be in there 30 minutes. You know what? I'll give him the one as well. for the pile. I did say off the top, as soon as I saw the pile driver... Okay, uh, that gives him two. He's the worst of the twos, though, right? Yes. Well, is, is the Holly in, the, in there at all? Uh, Hardcore Holly 2007. Uh, ahead of that. Okay, so no, but also ahead of Tenru. So yes, two hundred seventy ninth. Okay, okay, he's not gone yet though. Just so we're clear. No, but we're just getting this paperwork yeah. out of the way. Two seventy nine. Yes. 
The action. I do like this, that the action stops. Look at Mero still dancing. That's the best. He's out. He's the first one gone, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Austin knocks him right out. Here we go. Get in there, eight ball. Come on, <laughs> get in there. Let's he go. He wore his vest the whole time. No, he always wore it. Eight ball. I know. They wore all of them wore it. I hated when they wore. It. Here, grabs him by the vest. Thank you. Oh, Goodbye. Goodbye. Okay, get to the next one. Holy shit, that was long. Now entering the Royal Rumble. Just hit play. Just hit play. All right. Just hit play. 1995, number four. Number four. Big D, Duke, garbage man with his short hair. I would imagine short hair is advantageous to a garbage man. Yeah, I think so. You don't want the garbage in the hair. No. He gets kicked in the face right away by Eli Blue, and now he's getting beat up by Shawn Michaels. Yes, he is. That being said, his hair is too neat, I feel, for a garbage man. Well, I mentioned earlier, it's like Josh Richards' current hairstyle. That's true. That is. That is true. I will say it's a little fuller, more full than Josh's. Mm. Yeah, it's actually he's kind of got an AJ Styles look. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Except he's wearing a garbage suit and a uh, back support. See, he's another guy that I think, like an Adam Bomb, based on his look and his size, and like he's fine enough. Again, like I'm surprised he didn't do more with him. Right. And maybe try and just give him a different gimmick. Yeah, but they couldn't. Like, as soon as you cast him as the garbage man. No, I'm saying out of the gate. Oh, okay. I mean, he was the garbage man in the Indies. He was pretty infamous because he finished 500 in the the Peter Griffin. Yeah. As the garbage man. And it's actually not, like, of all the gimmicks. It's not horrible. It's not the worst to say, like, he's, like, a badass garbage man. It's like, that's like a tough job you got to have. Yeah. And like, he's a big dude. Again, it's all in presentation. There's way worse gimmicks than him, I think. No, but he, but he's in that realm of gimmicks You're right. where you'll yeah. never be able to be taken seriously. And he's in the time period of the moonlighting and all that shit. Like, because they had a million guys that had jobs and do that. It, it, it goes against him, you know? Yeah, and a race car driver is way cooler than a garbage man. Stock it? car driver. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. He's getting double teamed by Shawn Michaels and Jimmy Del Rey. Much like Sonny did. <laughs> <laughs> but not by Bret Hart. No, I never did that. I didn't do that. Do you think he's just he's just hanging on to that lie? <laughs> yeah, right. I feel like Julie's just waiting to like nail him to the yeah. cross on that one. I knew it! <laughs> I knew it! I knew you fuck Sonny. I don't care about all those other stuff. It's probably like in the divorce agreement. Like if, if she ever finds out that it happened... She she gets hard house. Right, it's like something in there that like really screws him. What do you think? What do you think he'd be more willing to admit that Montreal was a work or that he screwed Sonny? Oh, work, work. You think he'd admit that first? Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think he'd admit that he hurt people in the ring. Right. Before he admits he screwed Sonny. Would he admit that Flair is better than him? Yeah, he'd admit anything. <laughs> anything. He'd admit Shawn Michaels. He might. He might admit Shawn Michaels better. Than yeah. Him. Like that's one of the things he. You knew he kind of respected him at least. You know. All right, so Drosy has spent a lot of absorbing punches. And now he's in the he's walking. Yeah. We already know we focus a lot on EI Blue during this. 
But now, okay, well, see, now he's he's delivered some shoulder blocks to yeah. Davies, some chokes. I think he could have been a decent heel with his size. Well, especially with the way those gloves probably smell of handling right. that garbage. Right, they never even try. They never even try and make him heel. Well, do you want to boo the garbage man? I don't want to boo the garbage man. Sometimes, depending if they don't pick up. Or if they drop the shit on the road and yeah. the road stinks. Like, you'd have to make him an incompetent garbage man to get that... Yeah, I mean, they could have, well, I guess DiBiase is gone. But no, he was here. He could have been in the corporation. He could have sold out for a big payday. He's no, not, not was, getting by on the garbage man's salary. Before, I was all about just hauling trash. <laughs> I'm hauling cash. <laughs> oh, he really has it in for the bulldog. He's just all over him. Yeah. Is he the only uh, wrestler in company history who wore a name tag as part of his uh, ring gear? Uh I mean, a lot of guys have their names on their stuff. But it's not a name tag on your chest, like you're in the, on The Price is He's Right. He's got his name on, like, three different things. It's on his ass, on, yep. his, on his little weight belt thing. Yeah. Something's on his back. Is that, I mean... Yeah. Department of Trash? <laughs> Sanitation engineer? What's, like, up his leg? I don't know. Something white. Which is not a good color if you're a garbage man. Right, and you have... Gr- oh. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if everybody can figure out what happens every time we've grunted in this in this match. Someone who is supposed to make you happy comes out. Yes, and uh he saves the duke. Yeah, he saves the duke. Uh I still can't read his pants. Does he have his name on his elbow pads also? Well, I'm trying to see what's on his back. I just want to see what's on his pants too. <laughs> There's a lot here. Yeah. Going on. It's definitely on the weight belt. It's on the name tag. Yeah. Oh, uh, Duke. It's, ri- it's written like he's on Price is Right. Like right. Bob Barker drew it. Okay. It's a D-U-K-E. <laughs> Do you think if he was just a garbage man but didn't have the alliteration and the dumpster in his name, it's better? Maybe. Maybe. Like, maybe if there's an implication that he was stealing your trash. Like, he's What not- if he was like Duke Trashman? Is he Jewish? <laughs> Sorry, I don't pick up the trash today. It's Shabbos. <laughs> I'm going to beat you and then I'm going to bite you to Seder. <laughs> oh, God. Imagine if he eliminated Shawn Michaels by accident. How quick would he be fired? <laughs> Put him in the garbage. <laughs> in the banero. He's just like the metaphor for this whole rumble. What's on the back? Fuck, it said it. I couldn't see it. Damn it. It's... Well, it'll zoom in again. There's so much of a focus put on him. I think it says like sanitation something. It's, like. For sure it does. Yeah. Sanitation DPT perhaps. Yeah. Why is he wearing those gloves? Because he used to, doesn't want to put his hands on trash and these guys are all trash. Now, did he used to say it's time to take out the trash as a catchphrase? I think so. Okay, good. Or I'll take you to the dump. <laughs> I'll fuck you in the dump. I'll compact you. <laughs> All right, he's in there with Quang now. I love that the closed captioning just said, someone said, Doink is stupid. <laughs> it had to be the king, right? Oh, I'm sure. Well, then Do- Doink had just humiliated him at the Survivor Series. He had. Oh, God, imagine Rick Mar- Imagine 92 Rick Martell, how disgusted he'd be to fight the trash man. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not going near him. No, he's smart. But I also feel like Rick Martell's tights here are his 92 tights that haven't been washed. Correct. The hot pink. He, I will say, Duke, he just walked over and uh, mm. double axe handled uh, Eli Blue. He walks around with his chin in the air with a, with a good air of dignity for a trash he's man. Proud. He's proud. He works hard. Mm. I don't think there's anything dishonorable about being a trash man. No, I mean, look, it's a job that has to be done. Yeah. 
And I, I will say there are times where I've seen Trash Man. I can't. I, we shouldn't call them that. Garbage men. Garbage collectors. Garbage collectors. That's it. And I've envied their job. I've been like, you know what? You're outside. Right. You're simple. In, you're in shape. It's simple. Like, get to ride on that truck. Like, dusty Well, roads. now they, it's all automated, too. I don't know if you have that. It's yeah. the truck. They press the button. The arm picks up the bin and dumps right. it. And they're there just to make sure the trash. Uh, here we got the Owen thing again. Yeah. I got to say, that's a very frustrating thing when I have too much trash for the bin. Right. Because then it's like, well, what do I do with that trash? You just... Force it in. I try. We put the child on top to stomp it down. Right. Air in it. Yeah. Man, Bret Hart is really over. <laughs> this don't, I, I feel like Josie may go out during this. I think he does. I think he does. That'd be nice. I think he does. I'm trying to see. Uh, I'm being blinded with pink light like Randy Orton's fighting AJ Styles. Like uh, Manford Man? I don't know what that is. <laughs> He's blinded by the light. Is that him? That's Manfred, that. man, is that his name? I think so. I don't know. Drop up like a deuce. <laughs> it's like a Charlie Kelly singing it on uh, on Sunny. Uh, man for Man's Earth Band. Earth Band? Mm-hmm. It was actually originally recorded by Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> Stephen Dunn. Okay, is Drosy gone by the time we cut back? Please be. Nope, he's over there with Davey. Oh. Yeah, okay. Oh, and there he goes. He's yes, yeah, yes, yes! Oh my god, he killed the ref. That's right, that's a great he bump. Earl. Earl is pissed. He's like, you fucking bum. <laughs> he kicked him right in the head. He's like, you kidding me? Oh, okay. Well, I'm going zero presentation. I don't care. Mm, yeah, I think he's uh, one creativity, zero effectiveness. Are you going zero presentation? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'll go uh, one creativity. He did enough, I think. Yeah. He wasn't effective. All right. He's, he's another two. All right. Where we're at with the twos. Look, I'm going to go out on a limb and say he's better than 8-Ball 1998. Uh, <laughs> confident in that one. Confident in that. I don't know how. You, you hate Hardcore Holly so much that you put 8-Ball ahead of him. Um, is he better than Tatanka 1996? Uh... Probably not. Probably not. Okay, so he's one ahead of eight ball, okay. which is 279. So the 279th best Rumble appearance of all time. 279 out of 314. And we are finally at the end of this marathon. Is our last entrance, Duke Drossi, 1996. Comes in at 30 because he won the free-for-all yeah, that's right. over Triple H, who he is feuding with. Oh, God, at this point, I wish he had come Even he got a feud. Poor Adam Bob. Even Duke Josie, he had multiple feuds. He feuded with Jerry Lawler. That's right. And then he feuded with Triple H. That's right. And he actually gets a pay-per-view match. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't, feud, he didn't feud with T.L. Hopper. Mm. Like, stop putting stuff in the drain. It goes in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he comes out here. He still has the... Oh, no. Yeah, he still has the hair. Yeah. I think it's right after this that Triple H cuts it. It's longer hair, yeah. yeah. Because then they fight in here have six and he's got the short hair. And now he's in like a prison gear as opposed to a... No, nah, it's like the same. This is blue. This is darker. But again, he's in good shape. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right he's a after, big guy. Yeah, right after uh, Isaac Yankum, DDS. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to cover him for eight episodes. Mm. Owen Hart's interfering again. Always. <laughs> Owen Hart outside the <laughs> ring tonight, eh? Like... <laughs> So we're not even, again, seeing most of Juicy's run because he's only in there for a minute and we're spending most of that time on the floor. Justice for Juicy. Says Bulldog and Owen beat up Brett. Yeah. We're not even going to see him get eliminated, I don't think. That's fine. Yeah. It'd be a fitting way to end this. (laughs) 
It's just the bulldog is shown on the. But he's another way. He comes in thirty, wins that match for what? For nothing. What was the point? Although he's still in. Okay, he's punching Kama. Kama Bin. Kama. No, no. This is not Kama Bin. This is Kama the Supreme Supreme fighting machine. Without the T-shirt though. Kama Supreme post T-shirt. Oh yeah, post T-shirt. Post haste. Get him out. Post haste. Yes, right here. Oh 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 oh. No no yeah. Kama's gonna power him out. Come on. Come on, Kama. End this. Oh. go. That was quite the bump. Yeah. Quite the cane bump. Now look. Mm. For sure he's out. Oh no. No. Diesel yeah, and Kama. Yeah. Boom. See a nice Perfect. bump. Yeah. All right. Diesel and Kama. Zeros? Or you want to give a point for that? A bump. No. The he didn't do anything. Okay. Zeros. It's zeros across the board. He's ahead of Holly. It's, it's more that he came in and... I don't think anything he did was all time bad. So I think we're going to start at the top of the zeros. Okay. What do you think? Yeah. Because I think that's a, that's only fair. Yeah. Um, so top of the zeros is it's always by time at this point. Mm-hmm. So how long is he in here? He's in for a minute. So he would be one ahead of Saba Simba, nineteen ninety one. Okay. So he makes our top ten bottom. So there was a change. <laughs> all right, there was one change. Somehow, in all this chaos, <laughs> um, he comes in as the three hundred and sixth out of three hundred and. 15 Royal Rumble appearances. Alright, we're done with Bob Blue Jersey. Okay, now we're gonna roll right in. <laughs> okay, look, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. It's different. It's different to do. We celebrate our 100th entrant. It's been a great show. Sad to see it end. Yeah. The whole podcast. Yeah. We're done. Yeah, we're shutting this down. <laughs> we're ending with 1995 uh, starting. No, we'll be back in two weeks. We have a big group of guys. This is our big batch of 95ers that we're gonna try and clean through. Yeah. Uh, for sure. We only get two more episodes in 95. That's, That's how many guys we're trying to knock I out. I know. That's how inconsequential the guys in 1995 right. are. Well, we've hit the big ones. Like, the big ones are all gone. That's right. So. Okay. Keep on rumbling. Bye. Bye.